Heyo, band nerds. Thanks for tuning in to this extra special episode of March It Back. It's great to be talking to everyone, whether you are driving, working on homework, making dinner, or whatever else you may be doing. I'm your host, Kylie Sadamka, a senior trumpet player for the Cornishka Marching Band and double majoring in sports media and broadcasting. You may be wondering, I thought the last episode was the last one for the season. However, you, the fans, have requested for one more episode, and I'm here with my guest to officially wrap up the 2022 CMB season. My guest and I will talk about performing the last show in Memorial Stadium. Joining us for this very special episode is Emily Regan and Carson. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Emily. I am a junior. I study psychology and communication studies, and in CMB, I play baritone, and for pregame, I march Big Ten Flags. Hi, my name is Regan Grau. I am a freshman, and I play in the front line. Um, my major is fisheries and wildlife on the pre-vet track. Hi, I'm Carson Scott. I'm a Trump in the CMB, and I've been in the CMB for four years. I'm in B-Rank. And my major is business administration, and I have two minors. Thank you for joining me for this fan-requested episode. Let's dive in. We have one more week of early morning rehearsals outside before our final show of the season. This past week, though, in Nebraska, it was really cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) However, we got lucky enough that our rehearsals got moved inside to our rec center's indoor facility, also known as Cook Pavilion. How do you feel this past week of rehearsals indoors went? It was honestly really nice. It was... We... Cook rehearsals happen a half an hour later than normal rehearsals do, so it's good to get like a little bit of extra sleep. So I really enjoyed it. So what did the front ensemble do then since we were inside Cook Pavilion? Um, so we don't push to the Cook Pavilion. We stay in this place called The Cage, which is underneath the stadium. Um, it's really nice because it's very warm in there. Um, the only thing is is that we have to kind of really push in. It's cramped, um, and it's really loud as well, especially when we're warming up. Um, but it's warm, so I think the extremely cold five-minute walk is worth it, <laughs> for sure, yeah. Yeah, I always love going into Cook. Uh, so fortunate to have that as a marching band. I'm sure there are so many band programs that don't have something like that. So really awesome to have that. That I was so pumped that we were in Cook. Yeah, so. me too. I know every day I waited for the Canvas notification from Professor Falcone saying, <laughs> hey, rehearsal's pushed an extra 30 minutes. So I can be like, I can stay in bed 10 more minutes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Literally, yes. Some mornings were harder than others, but it's like, this is nice. It's very nice inside. Also have a little bit of PTSD, though, because that's where we were for COVID the entire season. Um, and we had to wear face masks the entire time. Yeah. And it's hot in there. Mm-hmm. Even oh, yeah. when it's cold, like when it's cold outside, it's so hot inside. Oh, yeah. And with the face mask, pretty miserable. But Brutal. The last week, I'm so glad, so glad you were inside. (laughs) To end our season properly, we got to play one of the more popular fight songs, at least in the trumpet section, on Wisconsin. There were so many times that I heard people singing this fight song. What was it like for you to learn and memorize it for the last game of the year? Honestly, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really liked their fight song, and uh, like I loved hearing it and like being able to put it on the field. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, no hate to Wisconsin, but for me, it just didn't make any sense in my brain I don't know how to explain it I think I memorize in like intervals like half steps oh this is a third or whatever but like going back from the E flats the E naturals and then jumping up to the G and only holding for like three bars instead of like four or two it was just my brain was a mess I think baritones had the same issue because we talked about like phrasing was really interesting with Wisconsin like it's a fun fight song but Mm -hmm. it just is different than how you would expect it to be yeah Um, I didn't have to have it memorized because I marched Big Ten Fogs we didn't have to play during like Wisconsin fight song but it was still interesting learning it with the rest of the section I know I heard a bunch of trumpets just singing the song but not a lot of them liked playing it and I 
don't blame them. I it was one of more one of our more difficult fight songs, and in the trumpet C rank third trumpet part, there were a lot of accidentals. Mm. The key signature had E flats and B flats, and we played more F sharps than anything. F sharps were not supposed to be in this song. <laughs> That's yeah. what we were playing. It's okay. It's fine. But I know a lot of people also really liked it because that was their high school fight song. So they're like, oh, it's a good way to end the season. Oh, that's sweet. I know. It is sweet. It wasn't my high school fight song. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, though. Other people enjoyed it, and I'm glad they did. I'm glad this was like their last hoorah with it. I think, I don't remember who said it. Somebody was saying that, oh, it was my senior year and I got it play on Wisconsin. That was my high school fight song. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I'm glad you had that. That's such a good resolve to your whole marching experience is ending with that. That's awesome. I know. That'd be so good. I wish my high school fight song was that. Our high school fight song was not one of the college marching band songs, which I wish it would have been. I think Mm -hmm. ours was the Navy fight song. Really? Yeah. So playing like the last bar with that really long run for the Armed Forces show was like, oh, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Our seventh show for the season is Dragons. Rumor had it that this show was something in the works for a couple of years, but we were actually able to perform it this year. What was your first reaction to finding out we were going to do a dragon show? I was so excited. Um, I love dragons, all things dragons. It's, it's like so fun. How to Train Your Dragon is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, yeah. I think it's so good, and the soundtrack is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So having and being able to play a show like that, it was so good for me. I just loved it. Yeah, my, my parents are big Thronies, like Game of Thrones people, and uh, I love How to Train Your Dragon, so I was so pumped to play this one. It's been a hot minute since I've seen How to Train Your Dragon, but like the memories kind of started like flowing back from that, and then my parents watched Game of Thrones, and I like vaguely knew the theme song, but they were like, you are not allowed to watch this. And <laughs> from the things I've heard, understandably so, but... It's probably it a good thing. Just, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Two things. Thronies? I, that's just the term that my dad uses to describe themselves. Like, they just go to the basement, they turn on Game of Thrones, and that's, like, was their whole COVID experience. Like, they just watched all of Game of Thrones. So they that's what he says. He calls them thronies. Interesting. Interesting. And second thing, you just don't think of how to train your dragons, like, every single minute of every single day. This song comes <laughs> into my head, like, once a day. It's like the inch in my brain is how to train your dragons. Really? Like, it's so good. Test Drive is so good. Yeah, <laughs> I would have that song on loop all the time if yeah. I could. I really could. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Let's move on. The opener to this awesome show was Game of Thrones and the theme song. It really is banger. I've never personally watched the show, but I knew the theme song. Has anyone else watched Game of Thrones? Yeah, my parents had dragged me to the basement to watch it a couple <laughs> times, so yeah. So you're a throny. I Yeah, okay, I can say I'm a throny. I, I know the names of the characters, and I've seen uh, more than a few episodes. <laughs> How many episodes? Oh, gosh, I couldn't even count. All the episodes? Not all of them. Oh. I would say the majority. The majority. <laughs> have you guys seen it? No. I have not, no. Okay, have you at least heard the theme song of Game of Thrones? Yes. Yes? It's so iconic. Yes, It really sure. is so iconic. So what was it like then watching the show for you, Carson, but then also knowing the theme song and being able to perform it on the field? I I saw the, uh, I think there's a Penn State Michigan band. They did, two years ago, they did a big Game of Thrones as a joint band. So that low brass part, I was so pumped for. So that's at you, Emily. I was, you guys oh, played it really well. We and got I was a really phenomenal excited. part. Yeah. Baritones usually get the, or at least low brass, get like the bump, 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 like the, the not fun <laughs> stuff, the long tones. But this time we actually got the melody for once and it was so fun to play. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, for me, it was kind of cool because like my parents had watched it, so I thought it would be something. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, cool, that's awesome that you're playing it." But um, as far as like the music goes, it was really cool because we had like a bunch of um, drums in the front of the front line, the very front line of the front line, I guess. Um, I did not personally play them, but it was definitely cool, like rehearsing and getting to hear the other people in my section because they just they just went all out with it, like doing super theatrical arm movements, and it was really cool to hear, and it really like enhanced the experience for me. I think. How yeah. did you decide who would play the front line, front line drums? Um, honestly, it was just like our section leader Anna was just like, "Who wants to play them?" And then just people volunteered. Um, I didn't really want to play them because I really liked the music that we had. Um, and also I was kind of scared of doing that. So <laughs> yeah, I opted to play the instrument instead. Gotcha. <laughs> Musically, the song sounds exactly like the theme song. It doesn't sound like there were any notable changes from the version of the song we were playing. I remember when I first got this music though, I was a little concerned for C rank because the musical register for the song is a lot higher than what we normally played. It wasn't difficult or anything. It really wasn't. But we came from a show where we played like below the staff mm-hmm. and then we were playing above the staff Mm -hmm. pretty big difference and we practice on our range all the time but it is just something you're like i don't know how this is gonna sound and it's cold outside little little concern but c rank killed it if you guys are listening you did a great job very proud (laughs) of you guys and i'm so glad that you really emphasized our part on the music how is it for you to learn this song I mean, I just had the music in my head. I, for all the, all three songs, I had the music in my head, so it was, it was easy to put it into onto the field for me. I think I was the same. Like, I knew how it should sound, so then coming into it and then, again, like, having the melody and being able to play that really awesome part, it just came pretty naturally. Again, like, like you were saying, Kylie, the high notes, when you take it up the octave, so tough in the cold. Like, we, <laughs> in the beginning, play it down low, and then we take it up the octave and hitting that high G and hits hard in the cold, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, for me, it was pretty, it was fairly easy. Something that I was like caught off guard by though is that um, music theory fans, forgive me for this, but it starts out in like a C minor, but then it shifts to like a C major. And I didn't know, like, I guess I never really took time to listen to the theme song itself, but that was just like, oh, interesting. It goes to, from minor to major. But otherwise it was, it was fun to play. It was not that hard. So Yeah. <laughs> We only march one time in the song, but it's a different kind of marching we haven't done all year. So there are three beats per measure, so one, two, three, one, two, three. However, the song was fast enough that our drum major, Ian, conducted the song as if it was only one beat per measure. So it went from one, two, three, one, two, three, to one, 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 one. That meant the band had to march slower and had to really tighten their core to stay balanced and into control while they were moving. What was it like for you guys having to march with this new kind of technique for this song? For me, it was pretty easy. My, I took a whole whopping one and a half steps forward. So uh, trying to get that far is much easier than like trumpets and other people like running to their dots. Uh, yeah, it, I liked having it in that one one style because you could feel that pulse so much better. So like it, hitting those notes felt so much more impactful, which I think made the song feel like just better as a group. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the uh, the one pattern personally. Uh, it just honestly, I agree with you. I like how you said it was impactful. Uh, it did bring impacts, like for me marching it. So yeah, I didn't march the song. I got to stay in place. I just got to march in place, and that was fantastic. <laughs> what did front ensemble do then with their like arms? Um, so yeah, we did like a bunch of just dramatic up and down arm movements, trying trying to mat- match the. Um, the people playing the drums in front of us and because it was slow enough we were able to like achieve that 
and like you guys said it was it felt like super impactful and just like we were going all out and it just it was an overall fun experience even if we were trying to like be theatrical about it it was, it was a lot of fun yeah I've always loved the frontline bopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Yes, we love we love our fair share of dance moves and drama. <laughs> our opening set for this song were just blocks of people. However, after we marched the first and only time the song, we spelled out dragons. What letter were you guys? I was G. R. I was the front line. Front line. <laughs> I was the underline, if you will. Nice. There, oh, you go. There, <laughs> there we go. You cannot forget the underline True. in Dragons. True. I was also in R. Was there any difficulty in trying to figure out how to get to your next spot to make sure your letter looked like the letter it was supposed to be? Honestly, I had to take pretty big steps um, and just had to try and judge with my right foot how I was going to line up into the diag because I was in the diag with you. And uh, yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking about with that uh, spell out set. I already mentioned how my steps were small, so it was like really easy for me. But baritones made the line of the G, and then the trombones made a little circle around to like make the you know G shape. Um, it was pretty easy though. I guess the only thing that we had to worry about is just getting everything onto the field to make our perfect underline, because we had to make a couple trips in order to get those drums, and then just making sure that we're all lined up correctly can be sometimes an easily forgettable thing, but really important. So we look correct and look nice and spiffy <laughs> Go. you guys just usually look perfect so something we don't really think about but yeah interesting you're reliable you're always there never to think <laughs> about how you get there <laughs> yes if you're not there we're not there that's just how it goes <laughs> <laughs> the second song we did for this show is by imagine dragons radioactive how did you feel about playing this song oh it slapped it was so good <laughs> oh yeah it was amazing. I couldn't stop thinking about the music video, though. So a little part of me was chuckling about watching stuffed animals, like, fight each other. Oh, I forgot Literally, about that music yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was in my head whenever we played it. But it was a really awesome song. I don't think I've ever watched this music video. <gasps> oh, you have Ooh. to watch Cultural it. reset. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I know what I'm watching after the podcast, guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll watch it before we leave. <laughs> was there any part in the music that you liked the best? Or was there a section that you had to practice just to get the rhythm right? Baritones actually got the melody again for once, which was insane to me that we got it twice in a show. Um, we got it even more in How to Train Your Dragon. But in the beginning, we play that first verse, um, all the little brass do, and we like rock out in those giant lines in the front. It's just it's so fun, so hype. Getting to it, so fun. No, I love the br- little brass. Like you guys killed it this show. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. What about Frontline? Um, we kind of just played chord progressions. It was still fun because we could still bring back that like dramaticness because it was just quarter notes pretty much the whole time but for me the hardest part we have this little arpeggio part at the end before we go back to the sign and repeat it um and that was hard just because the notes are they like change every bar and it's just remembering first off remembering the key signature i kept hitting a flats don't do that please um (laughs) but yeah that was the only part for me otherwise everything else was fairly easy yeah yeah, trumpets were pretty set in stone. I guess the only real difficulty is that we had like the main chorus in it, but it wasn't like the notes that we know it and sing it by. We had like a bunch of like jumps and stuff. And it's like, yeah. this isn't mm-hmm. what we sing. This isn't what we <laughs> yeah. sing. But when you said that you had the melody two times this show, you just made me think of if I had a nickel for every time I had the melody, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, lot. But the fact that I have two <laughs> nickels is something. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's important when you're like baritone or like that low brass, we never get it. So the fact that we get it, we in our sectionals were like hype. We we're yeah. so there pumped. You go. Yeah. 
There are more drill moves in the song compared to our opener, but we make a very important formation in this song. We start marching right away in the song, something that we haven't done a lot of this year. Then in the fifth measure of the song, all instruments do a horn flash where it's up, down, and back up again on four count. What does front ensemble do when we did that? Did you know that we were doing that? Gonna be honest, I had no idea you guys did that at all. We <laughs> rarely know like the formation. So like whenever I see a video, it's always cool because it's like, oh, that's been happening behind me the whole time, and it's just like a realization because it's obviously hard to see from like our vantage point, but it's always really cool to see the big picture. Do you ever get the chance to turn around during shows at all? Not usually, no. Um, usually in like pregame, it's the Big Ten flags, mm. and then sometimes I think we can hear Matt Jackson saying like "yeehaw" <laughs> during. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember what song it he is. He does it during No Place. Yes, during yeah. No Place. So <laughs> funny. Yep. So funny. So back to Radioactive. Some march to their next spots. Others have to flutter to make it to their dot, and then we make a dragon. What do you guys think about the drill, and what do you have to do to march to it? Unless you're Reagan, what do you do <laughs> choreo-wise? I guess we don't really do much. Again, we're doing like the big arm movements, but it's nice because for this song we don't have any drums at the front, um, so we have everybody, and it's we're a lot louder, and it's like, yeah, we're here, we're the front line, because like usually you can't hear us, but um, I've gone back and watched like TV clips, and you can kind of hear us, so that's super exciting. <laughs> I really like that we have a front line. That's a really cool thing. Not a lot of college marching bands have a yeah. front line, so I love listening to you guys play. Which is why you should join CMP, because we have a front line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. oh. Not to plug, but... <laughs> <laughs> were there any sets that you like really had to focus on to make it to your like right spot, or were there some spots that we had to just make some readjustments to make the formation and stay and not look messed up, especially when we make the dragon? We have to make it look like a dragon. <laughs> In Radioactive, that first set, we... Like I said, in Game of Thrones, I take one step versus in Radioactive, it's like booking it to the front hash. So I, I like I would go up behind a trombone, Isaac, and I would just like run, not actually like flutter run. But that it's marching that difference, I guess, was just really hard. So that was where all my focus went during that portion of the show. It was just like, OK, got to make it to my spot and then we can focus on the music. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't think about uh, this show without thinking about having to like run to the dots and fluttering. And it was a sprint for some people, like going from like the five to like the 50 pretty much. So I, I love the effort that I saw with all the trumpets, just like making a huge flock of fluttering over to their dots. It was fun to watch you all flutter too. <laughs> yeah, because you guys were just standing there <laughs> yeah. while we were running past you. <laughs> I would watch and I'd be like, some people looked panicked oh, trying yeah. to get to their next dot. Flutter is a very loose term in this sense because <laughs> it really was a sprint they were like oh keep your horn you're just like no we were like moving our arms i guess we were like finishing a marathon kind of thing just trying <laughs> to make it there oh yeah especially because we had to like adjust our formation just so leo and some of our other trumpets could make it to their dot because they were the five to the 50 mm -hmm. try to avoid the color guard oh yeah but then also to avoid the trombone did we it's a lose-lose situation trying not to get hit in this. And <laughs> I was worried, like, oh, we're going to be wearing plumes. We can't be running underneath these trombones. Yeah, we got to talk about right. our last song, our favorite song, at least for me. It was my favorite song. Mm -hmm. The last new song of the season, How to Train Your Dragons. When I heard that a dragon show was on the table, this was the only song I wanted. Whatever song was added on, doesn't matter, as long as How to Train Your Dragon was in it. I mean, it's such an amazing movie soundtrack. And now we get to put it on the field. And before we talk about getting the song ready, how did you feel about How to Train Your Dragons, the movie, and then the soundtrack oh, as a phenomenal. whole? Oh, it's phenomenal. 
phenomenal. It's it's John Powell's score is the best score ever. I think it's I don't know. I could talk about it forever. Oh yeah, it's amazing. I I was so pumped to hear that we were playing How to Train Your Dragon. Like there were people in my high school who wanted to do that for like our senior show, but uh, now I got to do it for my senior show. You know, in college, Whoa. so it was really cool. I don't know. I guess it's been a while since I've seen it, and I saw it elementary school, maybe middle school. So before then, I wasn't really like a music enjoyer or appreciator. Um, but I hope to see it again and definitely like appreciate the soundtrack and like you guys are hyping it up. So I definitely want to listen to that again. But I thought it was a pretty good movie. Storyline was very nice. Yes. We'll have to do a full band watch party. Yes, so you yes. Watch have to. <laughs> do it on the field. Do it on the Husker Vision. Oh, oh right. my gosh, that'd yeah. be so cool. It's the only place that can hold all of us. True. <laughs> yeah. I was so, so excited. It was my marching band bucket list song. This, Empires of the Caribbean. One of the two worked out, so at least we got 50%. Yes. I'm so excited we did it. And musically, we played This Is Burke and Test Drive, two very iconic songs in this movie. This Is Burke had some difficulty in it, at least for the trumpets, because we had the main run, and there was a lot of fingering. We, some of us got lucky, though. I don't know what B rank part looked like, but C rank, we had to do hold down the first valve and then open. And that was just the pattern, just first valve open, first valve open. Very nice, very easy for us to play through. And then test drive, very simple, but still so iconic, so powerful. It was so good. What was your parts like in this song? There was a ton of overlap for B-Rank with you guys. Uh, I mean, we, we played a little higher than we're usually used to, but uh, I think a lot of us had the background to be able to play that high. So it, I think it ended up being fine. We were in our lower register a lot, so we were playing those low notes again, you know, low brass things. No, but we had a lot of the same, we played that same melody of da 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 So a lot of one and open, that type of thing. It was just a lot of fun to play. Um, this one was probably like the scariest for me because we had um, the people playing, people were back playing the drums. And so there were just four of us like playing the actual song. So rehearsing by ourselves, mm-hmm. um, like especially in the beginning, it was like a front, little frontline run kind of thing, descending down the keyboard. It was very scary because the drums weren't playing at that time. So I felt like they were looking at me and they were like, oh, you're hitting those wrong notes. And they probably weren't, but it was just like, it was very quiet. But then, so I played vibes, and one of the section leaders, Christopher, he played xylophone, and he had that melody with you guys. Mm. And then the hardest part for us, I think, was before it got into the main melody, we had like a dun 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 dun. That was so hard because my wrists could not move that fast. It did help though because in the cold, like I couldn't feel anything, so I played it correctly because there was no pain to feel. Oh wow. It's almost a Bonus hack. Of the yes, life hack. <laughs> no pain to feel. Yeah. <laughs> was the timing different uh, from the recording than like with the band? I know we're going to get to the rehearsal later, but like, yeah, was the timing any different? Like what was the main struggle with it? I think one of the main things was that like we had never played it with the band before, but also we never played it with like the drums like in front of us when their sound was going not like it wasn't coming from behind us it was going ahead of us because it had always come towards us when we were rehearsing in the cage um so that was definitely a different experience and then yeah just listening back and not being able to hear like the drum line whatsoever because um when you're in front line normally you're going to listen to like the drum line to uh keep that connected but we just could not hear them at all Mm. and that was like the biggest struggle so we were just like, okay, strap in, good luck, we'll see how it goes, and we just kind of hope for the best, yeah. 
We are also marching a bunch in this song. Once again, we march right at the beginning. We make a bunch of curves and march continuously throughout the song. However, the last set we make are Toothless's Wings. When I first realized that that was the last set, I was very excited. It took me a little bit to be like, we're just making wings. And I remember hearing Travis saying, Batman? Why are we making Batman wings? <laughs> they were not Batman wings. They were Toothless's wings. How was it marching to the song on the field? I also thought it was Batman's wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this song was the, a lot of fun to march to. I really love continuous marching where you don't stop and play and then keep marching. I like when you just hit, 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 go. So marching, going and making all these curves to making this big form at the end, I think was really enjoyable to march in a way that I hadn't marched in a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I, I felt the same way. I really liked not having to just park and bark, but like move around all the places. For us, so the marimbas and vibes, we we would have like the harmony, the little ornaments to like what Christopher was playing on the xylophone. Um, so there was usually a lot of space in between our notes. And so that was when we could really like, like before we could be dramatic, but now we could be like very um, spacey and floaty with that. And that was really fun. Um, just seeing it all come together and looking over and seeing everybody else do the same thing. It was really awesome. We practiced the show a bunch of times, especially indoors, and we started feeling comfortable enough that we added two new songs to play in the stands during the football game. The first one being Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. What were your thoughts on this song? I had fun with it. I mean, it's a great song. Um, I think, like, the the album is kind of creepy. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I thought I like the song. I think we played it well. I don't really know what to say. I mean, it was it was fun. We don't, baritones don't play for the first six measures, so we just get to hang out and listen to everyone else have a fun time with it. And of course, yelling the duh is like the best part. <laughs> yes. So I think it's it's fun. It would have been fun to implement it earlier in the season, but throwing in some songs last minute at the last game, I think it was fun for the student section the most. Mm -hmm. So it was cool adding that element for all of them. What was it like hearing it for the first time then? Because it was in the stands that you heard it. Yeah, it was super cool because um, when I heard the drum majors say like, okay, we're playing bad guy, I was like, oh, yes, because we played it for my high school, that band. So the front line doesn't play instruments. We kind of just dance along to the um, to whatever tune it is. But getting to say the duh along with everybody else, <laughs> it just was so satisfying. It like scratched my brain. Good. If that makes sense? <laughs> yeah, it just, it just made sense. It was perfect. I know a lot of trumpets were like, oh, okay, we'll play this. And then they're like, oh, wait, we have to have this memorized <laughs> for the stand. So there was like a little bit of like, eh, you know, don't really want to. But it was important. And it was something different to add into our mix because some of the time we play a lot of the same song, which understandable considering like sometimes like time cuts us too short. But this was something new and it was something different. And it did look like the student section enjoyed it when we played it. The second song we added, though, which is my favorite song. No offense to Bad Guy, but this is my favorite stance <laughs> tune of all time, Minor Interlude. This song is the minor version of Hail Varsity, and usually when we play Hail Varsity, we play it twice. However, when we throw in Minor Interlude, it goes from major to a quick minor section of the song, back to the main chorus of Hail Varsity in a major key. What were your thoughts on this song? And I sure hope they're positive. Loved it. Um, I remember like playing it and then I don't remember if it was the Scarlets or the cheerleaders in front of us, but they were like thrown for a loop when we threw that cork <laughs> into the mix. They yeah. went, oh my gosh, what are we supposed to do with our bodies? Because we've never heard this before. No, it was fun. I love when songs throw that cork in and like change the key, make it minor. It's just fun to play, something to wrap your brain around. So I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So for Frontline, we didn't play, but it was really cool listening to it. And like you said, I was by 
um, the cheerleaders because we were about to push on for the um, performance after the game, um, and they were they were very confused. And then I saw them and I looked over and I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's new. I've never heard that before, but it sounded really good. So yeah, it was awesome. I'm glad it sounded good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we played that freshman year, and I'm glad that we brought it back, and I'm glad that it sounded as good as it did in the stands. we brought it back for this game because if we didn't play this game minor interlude would have probably died Mm -hmm. and that meant i would have died a little bit too (laughs) it's just because it's so good it throws people in for a loop in the spirit squad i was watching right alongside you because they were thrown off for a loop they're like oh it's back to the main core okay we know what to do now but it's like into something you're just like whoa 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 like it sounds like hail varsity but it's not hail varsity and that's what makes it so good and then you throw the m down which you have your middle and your ring finger crossed and you throw your hands down and it makes an M. It makes an M. That's minor interlude. My favorite hand signal. (laughs) We get to Saturday, the last game day of the year, and it's freaking cold. (laughs) We were so lucky to have Inside a Cook this past week. Now we're outside. It is 6 a.m. and it is so cold. Typical Nebraska weather. My question before we talk about morning rehearsal itself is how did you prepare for this weather? What did you pack? Layers. (laughs) Layers. <laughs> so many layers. I had like three pairs of socks, three pairs of pants. I had like three jackets or whatever. And then I don't know if any of you have seen, but I have this giant cow snuggie. Mm. I call it my cowdie. And it's like <laughs> this massive insulated snuggie, I guess. And so I wear that at rehearsals. And I waited all season to wear it because it's my favorite thing that I own. But that was definitely how I prepared, was just bring as many layers as possible. <laughs> so you pulled out all the stops? Everything. Literally everything I own. Um, for me, I feel like I didn't. I definitely didn't wear as many layers, but I think I um, fared okay. Um, I wore my long white socks, and then I wore some ankle socks. Um, and then I wore some, like, off-brand Uggs, but they were from Old Navy. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wore two shirts, a hoodie, and then I have this, like, Sherpa jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, it makes me look like a sheep, I think. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, and I think I did okay. And then I brought gloves, of course. I would have died without gloves. I had uh, my favorite jacket of all time, which I bought at a French gas station in the middle of the summer. And then I had gloves that are very cheap and very warm that I always advertise to every single person in the CMB. Heat locker gloves. You get them at Hy-Vee. They are amazing, and they are very cheap and very warm. Before we had this rehearsal, we had uh, one more outdoor rehearsal, and it was like two, like the very first Tuesday of the show. And I was like, oh, it's like 60 degrees outside, feels like 70. I don't need gloves. And that was my mistake Mm. because that last rehearsal we had outdoors before we had this Saturday rehearsal pretty much almost got frostbite, to say the least. My hands were so cold. There was nothing I could do to save them. It was just so freezing because the wind chill is what killed us, is the wind chill. And that's exactly what happened during this show. And so I was like, okay, it's Saturday, 6 a.m., 10 degrees, two gloves, two jackets, two pants, Two socks, two of everything. Was it enough? No. It was not enough. <laughs> Dang. But that's okay. I was more prepared for this. I went better than I thought. But then the one thing I honestly was not expecting going into Saturday rehearsal, the morning rehearsal, 
was that a lot of our valves were freezing because it was so cold. Right. It was awful. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of people saying, oh, I wish I had my plastic mouthpiece. And it's like, I knew that conversation was going to get brought up because we have these <laughs> we have these trumpets rented out through the school. So they're all uniform and they all look the same. They all sound the same. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, you can't use your own mouthpiece. And some people bought plastic mouthpieces to keep their chops not frozen to the metal. <laughs> but now everyone had to use these very cold metal mouthpieces. And it hurt. Sometimes it hurt. But then the valves were getting frozen Mm. and it was like left and right. People Mm -hmm. were going out all around me. It's like my valves are still intact. Mm. They're still here. Mm -hmm. Did your valves ever freeze? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, We ran on for pregame, I think, and all three of them gone. Could not. Which song? Oh, it was um, the very beginning. Like we we screamed and like we counted off. And then I tried to play the like the first note, which is one for trumpets and for B rank and could not play anything. So then just throughout no place, I'll just go like up. Up <laughs> for the for the notes that like actually lined up with all the valves being open. So, what about you? I was very fortunate. My valves have been sticking all season, so I got a new instrument for this show. So my instrument was the only one that wasn't sticking. Um, during pregame, one of the guys in my section came up to me and he was like, "All three of my valves are sticking. I can't play any of them. They're all frozen." And I said, "Do you just want to take my instrument because I ha- I had my flag. I wasn't going to be playing during pregame. Oh, yeah. So we did a an instrument switcheroo before." Ooh. It was time to go. He, his valves eventually became unstuck, but they were they were locked down. I was blowing a lot of warm air through my horn mm-hmm. just to keep my valves intact. And they made it through all the pregame, which honestly surprised me. I thought during Anthem it was going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And Professor Falcone and Professor Bush were very, very nice and let us only do one run of pregame in the morning. <laughs> if we would have done two, I don't know what would have happened. But very nice that we had to do that. And I feel like it went pretty good. I mean, last, last Saturday rehearsal, only one pregame. There were a lot of parents, though, also there to cheer us on. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. It was the first one my pa- family went to this year, the oh, first and last. Nice. So that was oh. very nice. And they were so cold, but <laughs> they were there. And then we did our run of halftime. We did that once, a full mm-hmm. run. But then we like went through some of the songs just to make sure yeah. things were together. Because we had a practice standing on the senior line. Because we had 64 seniors that had to like be introduced. And then we went into the show. But Reagan... Something that was interesting about this rehearsal was that this was the first time that front ensemble and the band were together, pretty much. Yep. (laughs) It's Saturday. Yes. (laughs) How was that like for you? Um, Well, it was very strange, like, especially when we played the show, um, that, like, the band, when it's cold, it gets, they get really flat. Um, But our instruments get really sharp. So um, one of my friends, Matthew, was like, what if we just played everything a half step down? And then he started doing it, and it sounded right. And I was like, <laughs> no. no way. Um, we didn't end up doing it, but just like playing playing it in its like normal, normal key sounded very strange. Um, and it sucks because it's like we can't really do anything about that just because of how cold it is. Um, and then in terms of like timing and stuff, it was just... It was all over the place. Definitely something. It was nobody's fault, but it was just something that we had to like get used to slowly. And then just not being able to hear the battery was probably the worst thing, because I would hear like I would hear like an occasional cymbal, and then it would be very faint, and then another one. And so it was just like as long as we stay together, it'll be okay. So just very big ears <laughs> Saturday morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you get to wear gloves for Frontline? Um. Like some, for peop- rehearsal. some people do like at my high school you we were never allowed to but it's a lot more laid back um i didn't have like 
finger gloves. I had like mittens, but like the top that covers the fingers came off, so they were fingerless. So sometimes I would do that, but I prefer to just not wear them at all because I have a, like a better grip on the mallets. Mm. Um, but yeah, to each their own, honestly. Yeah. Are you able to move around a lot in Frontline and stay warm? Because we can stay warm because we're able to march around, but I worry. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it's just kind of like shivering and maybe we'll do a couple laps around the board if we really feel like it, but we kind of just stand there, zip up our coats and just pretend that we're warm. Mm. Honestly, we um, Saturday morning we were like, this is so warm outside. We are <laughs> chestnuts on an open fire. Oh, of course. Um, just giving ourselves affirmations to stay warm, I think, was our biggest It's savior. reverse psychology. Warm yes. thoughts. Warm thoughts. Yes, literally. In my high school, our front line used to put um, hand warmers in their mallet bags. Oh, that's a smart idea. I don't know if any of you ever did that. I don't know if we did that, but I will take that into account for next season for sure. <laughs> that can help you. Yes. Yeah. To help us stay warm, something that was different about this game was a new addition to our uniform. We had these assigned overcoats to wear to help us stay warm during the game. Now, the last time we wore overcoats was November 2019. And the only reason I know that was because Carson and I wore those coats <laughs> during that game. What were your thoughts on the overcoats, especially because this was your first time wearing the overcoats? Yes. They were interesting. I thought they were going to act as windbreakers and not actually be warm, but I was surprised to see that they were somewhat insulating and could keep you a little warm. I really, I liked them. I have seen pictures of them before, so in my head they were of days long gone, so seeing them again <laughs> was really interesting. Um, for me, I had never seen the overcoats before, and when I first saw that, I was like, oh, they're going to be like fur coats like Cruella DeVille with mm. the red letter N on them. So I was in a little in for a little bit of a surprise when I first saw them. But I really enjoyed the large pockets. Oh, yeah. um, those were handy to keep my hands warm. And I thought it was really funny that um, in Frontline, I don't know if it happened for the rest of the band, but when the wind would blow just right, they would blow like the little capes up and we'd yeah. all look like Dracula. That made me laugh every time. It's <laughs> <Yep>. so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was good to have them back. Uh, and the only reason that we know that, Kyla, is because of how old we are. So no. <laughs> no. we're just fossils over here. We're fossils <laughs> we, in the room. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. I will stand by that. We are not <laughs> fossils. We are the normal senior class. We have some that are older than us that are wore these overcoats again. Yep. Uh, we are old but not the oldest. Okay. (laughs) And that will be my argument. (laughs) As I've talked about on this podcast all year, pregame was different just because of the overcoats. It's just another layer, another thing you have to worry about, like especially with getting your arms up. Some jackets can be a little tight on people, and I know them saying adding the overcoat made it a little bit more difficult. But what was it like for you guys then to perform in the overcoats on the field? Well, it was interesting for Big Ten Flags because – we have to have like a uh, what is it halter for our pole, mm-hmm. um, so like trying to stick that through the buttons of the coat was really odd. No. Um, yeah, my buttons kept like unbuttoning because the holster was like right at the middle part. It was incredibly weird. But we took pictures and we all all were laughing. So we we're like, "Ooh, something's poking out of your coat. Wonder what that is." It was- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it was interesting, and I don't know. We made it work. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I I, I can't lie. Um, I had to run a freshman through like the underbelly of Memorial to get mm. to the other side of the field or like the corner to get to the big flint ten flags corner. And I just saw all of you doing that, and it was very funny to open the door <laughs> and to see all that happening. We were amazed that you were there at all. We were like, "What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> coming out of retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coming back. <laughs> what about um, you, Regan? 
I got, so first off, I got a really big overcoat, and so I looked like a kid wearing a big raincoat on my way to go to school, to get on the bus. But um, one thing, that, the downside of having a really big overcoat was that um, my mallets, the way you're supposed to hold them, you're supposed to have like a little bit coming out of the end. They kept getting caught in the sleeves. So like oh, no. for pregame, oh. it was like, no, stop. And then I'd have to like stop for a second. But um, otherwise, they helped me stay warm. So I guess guess it balanced out, yeah. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> yes, for sure. I was super worried that something was gonna fall out of my pocket. Because there was, they had deep pockets, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I I stuffed them full, and uh, <laughs> I was very worried that one of my gloves was just going to go boop right on to the field, and I couldn't get it a- again. So I was worried that my phone was going to pop out of my pocket and fall into the field. So I was like, let me shove it all in my actual uniform. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't trust my phone in the pocket just because my luck it would come out. And my phone has been doing this thing lately where the flashlight just turns on. Oh, yeah. And what would I do if athletic director Trev Albert sees a flashlight through the pocket? <laughs> mm. I don't know. I didn't want to take the risk, so I put them in my bippers. But then mm. when we were doing March back, they, it was in the pocket. Yeah. It didn't mm-hmm. matter anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But talking about the game, oh my goodness, what what a Nebraska way to end the season. Let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. go in, we're like, oh, we're going to win. Why would we... Let the thought cross our minds. Yeah. Honestly, we lost 15 to 14. We lost in the last 30 seconds, pretty much. Really. But what was the atmosphere like in the game? Before, during, after? I don't think I've ever had this much energy in the stands. I'm not really mm-hmm. a football person, so I kind of just zone out during the quarters until we get onto the field. Yeah. But I was actually paying attention to this game, which I never do. My mom was very proud of me. But yeah, like being in the stands and watching it was so fun i was really excited i really thought we were going to win mm-hmm. like we make bets to the baritones as to who's going to win and i was mm-hmm. so so hoping that nebraska would win sucks that we didn't don't mm-hmm. have to talk about that but the energy was just it was a lot of fun and i think everyone was so hyped on it being the last game that mm-hmm. we didn't even care if we won or lost just as long mm-hmm. as we were there enjoying the moment mm-hmm. yeah i mean they've never been good while we've been here kylie <laughs> it's so <laughs> It's it's unfortunate, but I mean, you do band because of the people that you're with. Mm-hmm. And I've always had fun at the games because of the people I'm around, but just you, Kylie, because we get to hang out. And uh, I wasn't I was not expecting us to win the game. And it was no surprise that we didn't in the way that we did. But uh, I was very happy to be with the people that I was with. Oh, what about you, Regan? Um, for me. So I think around the time that they they got up to the 15th point, We were um, on the field getting ready for the post-performance. And so just it was like it was like really high energy until then, because then we were just like all tired. We were all ready for the last performance. Um, But just like the stopping and starting and like all the timeouts and just watching the clock like it would go one second timeout. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm exaggerating. But then when they would add time to the clock, I was like, oh, we're never going to leave. It hurt. Yeah, it definitely yeah. killed me inside just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the point in the season where it's like, you know, I'm not disappointed when we're losing. Last year was pretty bad. I would be mm-hmm. so excited because like, go. oh, we're holding our own guys. We're doing so <laughs> great. And then we lose. And I would my heart would shatter. But mm-hmm. this year's like, I honestly, at this point, I'm just here to have fun. Mm-hmm. And so every time we did something good, I would just yell, we are so bad, guys. Oh, my God. Yep, I remember <laughs> that. So back. Yep. I love Husker football. Thank you, Jackson, because he would also say something. <laughs> yep. We are so back. Oh, yeah. Scores by 90, baby. We're going to win. <laughs> and then every time we scored, I would just yell, 
stop the count. Oh <laughs> stop, my gosh. stop the count. <laughs> and you know what? Every time they do it, they should listen because every <laughs> time they don't and it just doesn't turn out in our favor. But like you said, Carson, it's the people that we hang out with that makes it enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a great season. And the power of chastity really pulled through for us for a lot of <laughs> moments. So every time they were like trying to make a decision oh on the gosh. field, I would like we would, like put our hands like in a huddle. But then one of our trumpets, Chastity, she would sit down. We put them on her head. Like it's going to be the power of friendship <laughs> and the power of Chastity right now. Mm-hmm. That's going to get yeah. us through this. And every time we did it, it worked. Yeah. Like oh. the targeting that we had. It was not a targeting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. My, from a band kid's perspective, it was not targeting. Yeah. But we we're like, you know what? Power of chastity, power of friendship right now. And they called it. And mm-hmm. we're like, what? <laughs> no chance this was. But yeah. yes. <laughs> How come you didn't use the power of chastity to win the game? We've it tried. Doesn't, oh. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't okay, work, okay. It's only when they're challenging a call. And we're yeah. like, it's either oh, to keep us in it. our favor or to overturn it so it's in our favor. I'm sorry I'm to sweet. question the powers of chastity. We, we, <laughs> I'm not going to say. We did try. Mm-hmm. It, but it just it was too much. There was too much negative vibes going on. You it know. sucks. But when you see people going down the stairway and leaving the stadium, oh, just kind of kills, yeah. kills the vibe. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we, we've got at least like 12 people all just on Chastity's head, like pile on <laughs> hands. Like that. It's not like a very small thing. It's a big thing with like the middle of the There's a section. picture of it somewhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then let's talk about halftime. We go down to the field and the wind is insane. Brutal. It was yeah. so crazy. Oh, I totally forgot to mention this earlier, though, too. Matt told me this, but when we were in tunnel after pregame, his head shook so much and the wind was blowing so much, his plume came out. Mm, wow. I yeah. saw that video. Wow. There's a video yeah. of it. Oh, no. He was doing his head thing because you can't hear anything when you're on the field. Mm-hmm. So they have to use their heads so you can see like when we're supposed to come in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he did it so hard, you see his plume go, bloop, just oh, come no. out and land on the field. <laughs> He's <laughs> kind of cute. <laughs> 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 yeah, but that's how bad the wind was. I have never, ever, ever seeing a plume come out of someone's hat just like from the wind and everything insanity but it was so crazy and there's people saying that they felt like they were going to fall over and honestly don't blame them it was crazy on the field what was it like for you trying to move the equipment on the field was the wind working against you in any way um yeah i would say a little bit like it's already it feels like the brakes are on on the equipment when you're pushing on the turf compared to the concrete and so it's already like a bit of a bit of a struggle to get there. At least it was on the same side as where equipment was stored, so that was nice. Um, but, yeah, I also made the mistake of taking off my gloves before I started pushing, and, you know, the whole frame is made of metal. Mm. So, um, you know, that was the point where I couldn't, like, feel my hands and I could play that really fast run really well because I couldn't feel anything. Um, so I guess it helped in a way, but, um, yeah, otherwise it was not fun. The wind was so bad. Yeah, I was surprised that drum major ladder didn't just topple over. Yeah. yeah. There was, if you're watching Stephanie, she was holding on to the oh, ladder yeah. the whole time. Oh. Oh, and yeah. the last time I started to do that was when the wind was like really bad. And it was just us in the stadium. It was a morning rehearsal. But they were just holding on to the ladder for dear life. And she was doing that during the game. Wow. Which is unfortunate. But mm-hmm. she didn't fall off. And that's all we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one to get hurt. Yep. The wind feels so much worse on the top of a podium, too. Like, I was yeah. drum major in high school, and we had a really windy day once, and I almost fell off, so I can oh, relate no. to that pain of, yeah. like, okay, here we go. It seemed like people really enjoyed our Dragon show, though. And even though it was cold and it maybe it sounded out of tune, it sounded like we were together, mm-hmm. and it sounded like the song. And unfortunately, the cold just happens. People were jamming along to it. The student section were really mm-hmm. excited for Good. Game of Thrones. Good. And then Radioactive, and then How to Change Dragons, they were like, oh! 
how to train your dragon. <laughs> yes. They were yeah. so excited. Yeah. And just seeing their reactions made it all worth it. Oh, yeah. And then that was the end of oh. our game day experience for the season. With Carson and I, though, as seniors, this was our final performance in the Corner Marching Band. Carson, what was your Saturday like for you? It was great. Um, I mean, the football team did as well as they have for all four years that I've been here. So <laughs> it was it was a very standard experience. Outside of the weather, um, it was a very usual experience. But I was really happy that we brought the overcoats back. So kind of wrapped it all together. So so nice. Emily, it was also your last performance too. Yeah, weird because I'm a junior, but I can't come back next year. I have an internship, so I won't be able to come back. It's really mm-hmm. hard saying goodbye. Like, you know, marching band's been a part of our lives for so long. Mm-hmm. So it was a very sentimental uh, Saturday for me. And, you know, I, I'm very, I get emotional very easily. So definitely shed some tears, but it was a really good Saturday, and I think it was the best way that it could have wrapped up my like marching band experience. Mm-hmm. So overall, I'm really happy with how it went. Now, as a senior, I feel sad, but I was, it's also a thing where it's like, you know you're ready. It's bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's bittersweet. Like I knew that it's my time to go, and How to Train Your Dragons, honestly, that was the way to do it. That was the song mm-hmm. I wanted to perform. Mm-hmm. I got to perform it. Yeah. Got to wear the overcoats. Got to watch another traumatic ending to a Husker football game. What, what's not to let go of? Minor interlude, too. In oh, minor interlude. we got that going. Yep. God bless Matt Jackson for being <laughs> on the second ladder because we are doing our sad hail at the end as we have become accustomed to in the stands. But then he pulls out minor interlude to play at the end of our <laughs> sad hail. And it's like, oh, Matt, thank you. <laughs> thank you for making yep. this all worthwhile. The minor interlude really wrapped it up. Right. Reagan, though. You still got it a couple more years to go. I'm just a baby. Ooh. How does it feel that your season's ended, at least for freshman year? Um, yeah, I think it wrapped up nicely. It's definitely different um, from my high school experience because we would end in like early October, so it was a lot longer. Um, however, I think it was a good ending. And um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but during the Kimball concert, we do this thing called Liftifer. And um, one of the section leaders, his name's Christopher, and we lift him up and we spin him around That's during one of the songs. Yeah. Um, and so we did the last lift of her because he is also a graduating. Oh. And so that was very like, that was a very heartfelt moment for us. Um, but yeah, it was a, definitely a good way to end. Yeah. There were a lot of heartfelt moments this weekend. For sure. Oh, yeah. My senior year of high school, our graduating song was How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, wow. Nice. So, wow. Yeah. It was like a full circle moment. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel bittersweet about this being the last season, but I know that like as someone who this is their last season with CMB, me leaving gives someone else the opportunity to have the same experiences that I had and mm-hmm. like the same joy that I felt through the four years. So That's such a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Now that our season's ended... What was your favorite show to do this year? Music-wise, Jill-wise, overall, what would you say your favorite show was for this year? That's such a hard question. <laughs> it's absolutely Dragons. I, I, I can't, I mean, that was just, maybe it's so recent, but uh, all of the songs are amazing. And it was a two-week show. We had enough time to really work on it. So that's, my vote is Dragons. I'm between Dragons and West Side Story because the music in Dragons, phenomenal. Um, and it was fun to march, but marching West Side Story was a lot of fun. And we put so much time into that show that I feel like it should at least be an honorable mention. But I think I'm with you, Carson. I think Dragons will be my favorite for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I have kind of like three top ones. Um, Stranger Things for me, since that was like my first show okay. um, with the CMB in general. And also I played marimba and that music was really hard. And I gave myself a blister in the center of my hand. Mm-hmm. Um 
that was a really fun experience. And then I really like West Side Story because um, the pit music, especially for Mambo, was just unbelievably hard. Mm. But since it was a four-week show, it was just so good, like, seeing it all come together. And then, like, when we were first learning it, the vibes of every practice were just so bad because we were like, oh, we got to learn Mambo. But, like, once we got past that, it was like, oh, this is fun. Like, we're, we're I can see everybody jamming out, um, just grooving. And then, you know, Dragons, too. I think I like Dragons music as well. But I don't know. I guess I have to say three-way tie, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> That's so, all right. Those yeah. are all good shows, so I don't blame you for that. Music-wise, I would have to just pick How to Turn Your Dragons. Honestly, just that song itself would carry it for me, just for that. But drill-wise, though, my favorite drill move of all time is a halftime march, and we did that in Tonight for West Side Story. Oh, mm. yeah. So I can't count that out either. But then when I think overall... The very first song that just comes to my head that I was like, wow, this is beautiful. I love this, was Maria. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to say my favorite overall show was What's Thy Story. Mm-hmm. And that was a very like full circle moment for me because that was my very first halftime show for high school as a freshman. Oh, oh wow. Oh my and, now, and I got to do it again as a senior. That's so it's so like yeah. very humbling moment for me. It's like, wow. Yeah. Also, I was like, this is it. If mm-hmm. I can do this show again, this is it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if I just had to pick one song, it'd be How to Train Your Dragons. And mm-hmm. then West Side Story as a show. It just, I can't let go of How to Train Your Dragons. Mm-hmm. Regan, what are you most looking forward to for next season? I don't know. I'm kind of a part of me. I'm probably going to regret saying this next year, but um, I kind of want like a little bit harder music for some of it. Because just like for Stranger Things, just building my muscles in my wrists I was like I felt like I could play anything after after I survived playing um Master of Puppets Mm. like after playing that halftime show I just felt like on top of the world I was like I did it nothing else matters so I think um having just like some harder stuff I think that would be really fun yeah, definitely be careful for what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also part, it's the nature of the beast. I mean, when you have to put a show on the field for like one week or two weeks, I mean, you got to kind of make it a little easier to put it all together, I would mm-hmm. say. How about how about I say this? I want some harder music for the four-week shows. That's a But way. the one-week shows, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yep. Finally, if there are people out there listening to this podcast that are considering trying out for a college marching band or the CMB, why should they try out? I mean, it's because of the people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, the reason why I gave I'm, for the football team being terrible. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I'm, I'll sing it from a mountain. Um, but uh, it was definitely the people and just the whole experience. And I mean, every time I was so proud to wear like my band jacket, my trumpet jacket, everything everywhere. And people were like, oh, my gosh, you're in the marching band. Like that was definitely my brand for people who knew me outside of marching band. So it was uh, an amazing experience that I wouldn't give for anything else. So I had known, like, Anna and Matthew, they were both in the pit, um, before I joined CMB, and it was always so cool just seeing them perform and seeing them in that uniform. Um, But then when I finally got to put it on, it was just, like, it was just an amazing feeling. Um, But also, not very many college marching bands have front lines, so it's a really great opportunity if you're a fellow pitster out there um, joining the CMB, because then you get to do that in college, too. Pitster. Uh, Pitster. Is that like, is that a term that you got from high school or is that like a... I think I just made it up. I don't really know. (laughs) Perfect. Trendsetter. Nice. CMB being a part of it, 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 
It's been such a fundamental part of my college experience. I didn't audition freshman year, so my first year was last year as a sophomore, and I think it changed so much of my like being in college and, and finding a support system. In every way, it's the people, like Carson was saying, just the environment of it all, the, the constant support system that you have of there's always people here to support you. There's always someone who you'll be walking around campus, you see someone else wearing mm-hmm. the, the CMB jacket, and you're like, mm-hmm. we have a connection already, and I don't even, I haven't talked to you. And just all the people that I've met through it, I'm so thankful for having been in CMB and, and everything that comes with it. So I could not recommend College Marching Band enough. Marching Band is cool in college. Yeah, oh man, sure. yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the reaction is totally different when you say oh, yeah. you're in marching band in college than it is in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give sure. tours, uh, like campus tours, and every time I wear my jacket on a tour, they're like, oh my gosh, you're in marching band? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am. It's it's so cool. Oh yeah. yeah. When I started thinking about auditioning for the CMB, it was for my parents because they met in the CMB. Aww. So it was a way to continue on. But then the more I got into it, the more I was like, this is for me. This is yeah. something where... I can really like let myself shine. It's a way to combine your love for music for other things. Like mine is with sports since I'm a sports media major. I get to play music and watch Husker football games in person. Watch us lose, unfortunately, <laughs> but you still get to watch it and you still get to enjoy it with people that you love hanging out with. I started off with a roommate I met off of Roommate Finder. I now live with all members of the CMB or past members. Never would have happened if I wasn't in a band. You get to meet some amazing people. You make some amazing memories. You go to some amazing places. And these friendships really last a lifetime. And when are you going to perform in front of 90,000 people again? Mm. This is the place to do it, Mm -hmm. whether it's with the CMB or a college band. But it's just a way to keep yourself involved with this world and the music world. Don't lose that music side of you. Music is so important. You should not lose music. That's a wrap. Wow. Thank you, Emily, Regan, and Carson for joining and coming in. This was an awesome final episode. And of course, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing about our Dragon Show and how we feel about our season ending. Without you, this podcast would not be possible. It started off as an idea for my class, but it really took off. I'm so glad you enjoyed listening to the stories and the music that shaped our season. I hope someone will continue the podcast next year, but that's something that we'll have to see down the road. If not, you'll have this season to listen back on. I'm Kylie Sadamka, and remember, there is no place like Nebraska. Nebraska.